We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Brent again, (laughs) back with another episode of Listen, Watch, Discuss, the podcast where I review TV shows, movies, music, and take a look at what's new in the entertainment industry. So yeah, if you're listening to this one, um, I just posted this one right after uh, tonight's other episode, the trailer talk one. And tonight, this episode will be uh, me ranking the Office Christmas specials based on or uh, me ranking them from most favorite to least favorite. Or, uh, sorry, least favorite to most favorite. So, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, and I highly doubt there is anyone who doesn't know this, but for those of you who don't know, The Office uh, was an NBC show that ran from March uh, 24th, 2005 to May 16th, 2013. Uh running for, like, over 200 episodes and nine seasons. And it was a smash hit. Everyone loved it. Um, And, you know, to this day, people continue to watch it and quote it and meme it. And and the Christmas specials uh, from The Office are some of my favorite Christmas Christmas specials to watch every year. Like, every year, I make sure I watch all of them because... You know, one, The Office is like my third favorite show, and two, you know, they have some really good Christmas specials. Um, and yeah, some are better than others, but for for the most part, they're all pretty good. Just, you know, obviously, you know, some are better than others. It's just a fact. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to get a drink of my uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so, uh, so, without further ado... Um, Let's start off with my least favorite of the Christmas specials. Um, oh, and also before I uh, go into them, I'd like to say there's only seven, and you're like, what? Seven? There were nine seasons. How can there only be seven? Well, season one didn't have a Christmas special because it ran, like I said, it premiered in March and it was only six episodes. So obviously they didn't have a Christmas special um, in that season because it wasn't didn't air near December. And season four didn't have a Christmas special because uh, the the writer's strike of like 2007 and 2008, or the writer's strike of 2007 came, uh, or was that year that season four premiered. And, um, you know, it lasted like it was the fall of 2007, the spring of 2008. And the writers uh, of a lot of shows and sitcoms uh, went on strike because they weren't being paid well enough. Um, and so that's why season four, along with season one, are like the two shortest seasons because they had to, they didn't have as many episodes to work with. They didn't film as many or write as many. So that's why season, well, see, that's not why season one shorter, but it's, that's why season four is shorter. I'm just saying season four along with season one are the two shortest seasons. And the reason why for season four is because of the writer's strike. So, uh, fun fact, if you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but without further ado, Let's start off with the uh, my least favorite uh, Christmas special of the show. Um, coming in at number seven, we have the season five Christmas special. Uh, more precisely, uh, let's see, what was the n- name, or what was the number of the episode? Uh, season five episode, uh, where is it? 
Season 5, Episode 11. Yeah, at number 7 we have the Season 5 uh, Christmas Special, Episode 11, Moroccan Christmas. Now, um, it uh, it took me re-watching all of these Christmas specials again to, you know, kind of determine, like, which ones, uh, you know, which one was my favorite and which one was my least favorite. And as much as I do like this episode, I... I to me, it it just goes dead last. Like, it's it's not a bad episode by any means. Like, it's a it's a good episode. I mean, because like most of the episodes are good, and most of them are great. But um, but we didn't have uh, but it just it wasn't like the funniest or the most memorable. It, uh, but it was still a good one. But basically, in this one, uh, Phyllis throws a Moroccan themed Christmas party as head of the party planning committee. Um infuriating uh Angela who used to be the head um and she decided uh and Phyllis keeps blackmailing Angela due to um Angela not wanting anyone to find out that she's cheating on Andy with Dwight um and while this is going on there's a subplot of Dwight um having bought all of this this new girl toy that uh was popularized this Christmas season called Princess Unicorn and selling it to parents who decided to wait until the last minute to buy their kids anything. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and, and, and that's basically the episode. And Meredith, uh, gets drunk during the party and lights her hair on fire, leading them to stop the party and have Michael hold an intervention to get Meredith to admit she's an alcoholic. But of course, you know, uh, Meredith won't do that, um, because she's stubborn. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, it was a good episode. It's just, it it wasn't as funny as some of the other episodes in the show or even some of the other Christmas specials. Um, and not that the idea of uh, a themed Christmas party wasn't interesting. It just, the Moroccan setting wasn't as, like, engaging of a... Um, it wasn't as engaging of a Christmas... a themed Christmas party as something like the one in season nine, um, which I'll get to that one in a minute. Uh, or I'll get to that one later. But, um, but there, there, that being said, there are still some good moments. Like there's, uh, the moment where, um, Michael sings the theme song to the Princess Unicorn commercial where he's like, he asked Dwight, he's like, oh, hey, it's Princess Unicorn. I, I, I didn't know they were, uh, you know, I, I didn't know they were out yet. And he, and he goes, he like holds a finger in the middle of his head, like a unicorn horn. And he goes, my horn can pierce the sky. And then Dwight and Jim just look at the camera like. <laughs> interesting and then uh and then there's a the scene towards the end where michael drags meredith into rehab in an attempt to get her to you know quit uh drinking <laughs> and um of course and, and andy playing the sitar throughout the episode and jim finally telling him to knock it off was pretty funny but uh but yeah it just it wasn't it wasn't the best it wasn't the funniest and i feel like they could have done a little bit more with the th- with the theme and they could have done a little bit more with a more interesting theme. Because, I mean, the Moroccan theme was interesting, but it wasn't, um, you know, it it wasn't as good as, like, say, the Season 9 Christmas special, which was another themed Christmas special. So, uh, But, yeah, so that's why I'd probably put this episode dead last. Um, so, yeah, so coming up at number six, we have, let's see, number six we have the season seven Christmas special, uh, classy Christmas, the second Christmas special to have, um, 
Oh yeah, uh, the uh, episode eleven of season seven, classy Christmas. The only the second Christmas special to be uh, an hour long or forty five minutes, and the last Christmas special with uh, Steve Carell as Michael in the show. Um, so yeah, it was. Um, this one's a good one too. Uh, but again, for the same reasons as the uh, as Moroccan Christmas, uh, this one, you know, wasn't the best and it was kind of a little too long. I mean, not, not too long, but it was just like, I don't know. I, uh, I feel like they could have done a little bit more with, um, the story in the episode and, um, and you know, some of the jokes, but, uh, but there, but basically the uh, episodes about, um, Toby is, is getting, uh, having to go to jury duty to, um, discuss the trial of the Scranton Strangler. Like, he's on the trial for Scranton's, you know, most wanted murderer, the Scranton Strangler. And uh, Holly, <clears throat> Holly, the previous HR rep, when Toby was away the first time, uh, is coming back. And that was Michael's old girlfriend. And because of this, Michael decides to scrap their party at the last minute and go for a, you know, classy Christmas. Uh, including where he uh, dresses up as um, a James Bond type Santa, like a sexy Santa, <laughs> like a red suit and like a beret that's a Santa, that doubles as a Santa hat. It's he's got, he he hired a bassist and everything. It's just he goes all out to impress her. Um, and uh, and while this is going on, Daryl is Daryl, Andy, and Pam go hunting for a Christmas tree, and Jim and Dwight. And Dwight terrorizes Jim by constantly throwing snowballs in his face. There's a snowball fight going on back and forth between them, which is, which is pretty funny. Um, and it, and and that subplot does lead to uh, a really hilarious moment at the end of the episode, where uh, he terrorizes Jim by building a bunch of snowmen and having him think that Dwight's hiding in one of them. Um, so yeah. Uh, and and yeah and and Michael is also having to deal with when Holly comes back the fact that she's still dating uh AJ who is another um who uh is this guy she was dating back in like season 5 and he's like oh yeah you're still dating her and it's just him trying to get over his jealousness of of that and also realizing that Holly still has feelings for him uh so yeah so this one was good like i said i had some funny moments um Michael pretending to be Sean Connery, but ending up quoting, um, or Michael pretending to be Sean Connery, but thinking that he's quoting Pierce Brosnan, uh, was pretty funny, uh, when he's like, I'll have an eggnog, shaken, not stirred, and he's, he's dressed as the sexy Santa, that was funny, and, uh, and of course, the, um, and of course the, uh, beginning, the cold open where Nate is trying to get a photo, uh, a photo of everyone, jumping up in the air for their Christmas card. But of course no one can get, you know, not everyone can, you know, jump at the same time. <laughs> that, that was a pretty funny moment. But yeah, it, um, I feel like with how long the episode was, I feel like there could have been maybe a few more jokes or maybe just a few more character interactions. Just, it was, it wasn't the best, but obviously it wasn't my least favorite because it's number six on the list. <laughs> so, so that's where I'd put that one. Uh, at number five, we have the season two uh, Christmas special, uh, episode 10, Christmas Party. Um, so this was uh, this was the first, the, the one that started it all. This was the one that started it all. 
And uh, this one is basically, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's The Office's first Christmas, or at least The Office's first Christmas that we, as the audience, get to see. And uh, it's basically just um, them ha- having a Christmas party and Michael uh, deciding to have um, uh, Secret Santa. So everyone gets gifts, but he gets a gift from Phyllis that's just a homemade oven mitt. And he feels insulted by it, so he just decides at the last minute, you know what, we'll just make this a Yankee swap, or a white elephant gift exchange, and we'll just exchange the gifts. And of course, everyone doesn't really like this idea, because they got gifts for specific people, you know, because that was the whole point of Secret Santa. But, you know, because Michael can be petty and a bit of a jerk sometimes, he just forces them to go with it. And, um, and you know, well, not chaos ensues, but like, you know, just a lot of, you know, funny moments in this episode. Um, like the fact that Michael bought an iPod for Ryan, even though, uh, even though he said a $20 gift limit or he said a $20 limit on the gifts, um, for everyone. And the iPod was like $400. <laughs> and the fact, and the fact that he used, uh, his Christmas bonus that he got from firing Devin earlier that season, um, on Ryan's gift was hilarious too. Uh, Dwight dressing, this is the first time we see Dwight dressing, and obviously, well, yeah, because it's the first episode, but, uh, this is the first time we see Dwight don the elf hat and ears, uh, which is just funny to see Dwight, you know, take the role so seriously, considering that he's Michael's number two and all, (laughs) and, um, but yeah, it was a good episode, we get some, we get a good moment, uh, a really sweet, cute moment between Pam and Jim, uh, regarding, um, the teapot that Jim gives, gives her, um, that has all the like little tiny personal gifts of, uh, moments that they've shared throughout, you know, the last few years, which I thought was sweet. And, um, and of course also, and Jim also takes the letter that he put in the teapot away and hides it. And, and we never find, and we never find out what that letter is. That still kind of not bugs me, but it's still like, ah, man, you know, um, but you know, so that, that moment was sweet. And, um, and then, and, uh, we get the return of Packer. Packer shows up towards the end and they go full on crazy with the alcohol, with, uh, drinking and everything and partying. Oh, and the, and this is the first episode where we see a, a recurring character, Bob Vance, uh, Phyllis's boyfriend. <laughs> and that, that moment was funny too, when he's introducing himself to Ryan, Stanley and Kevin. And he, every time he introduces them, he, he shakes their hand and says, Bob Vance, Vance refrigeration. And then Ryan at the end after he's greeted all of them, Ryan's like, what kind of, li- what kind of, what line of work are you in, Bob? And Stanley just looks at Ryan like, are you serious? <laughs> he just said, he's like, why, why are you like teasing him? Like, what, what's this about? <laughs> um, but yeah, good episode. Uh, like I said, it was the one that started it all. And, um, and yeah, and by the end, you know, Michael does realize, you know, um, kind of what a jerk he was with, with some help from everyone, of course, and everyone gives the presents that they were, that they gifted for specific people to the people they got them for. So, uh, so yeah, good episode. Um, but yeah, it's probably, probably be at number five, uh, just cause there are some that'll, that are a little better than this one. Um, at number, let's see, seven, six, five. At number four, we have the season nine Christmas special, uh, episode, let's see. Episode 9 of Season 9, Dwight Christmas. 
Uh, now this one, uh, speaking of the, this is the themed Christmas special I was talking about, um, other than a Moroccan Christmas. This one really, in my opinion, takes advantage of the, the bizarre, <laughs> the bizarre, um, uh, uh, theme of, of the Christmas party, uh, because basically it's, uh, Jim is going to Philly for his new sports marketing job. Oh yeah. Um, and, um, he basically, uh, decides, you know what, uh, everyone, everyone forgot the Christmas party. So when Dwight suggests that they hold a classic Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas, Jim's like, yeah, you know what, we'll do that. Cause I kind of want to have one more fun, silly day here messing with Dwight <laughs> before I have to leave to go to my new job. Uh, so, so Dwight dresses up, you know, he, he puts, he goes all out. He, he has like the, like horns hanging from the, like little, French horns hanging from the ceiling. He's got uh uh hogma, like he's got like classic Pennsylvania Dutch um you know, foods and drinks out and um and he dresses up as this German uh folklore character named Belschnickel, which um is similar to which he says is uh similar to Santa. And of course, you know, Jim makes fun of him for that fact. Uh he keeps referencing, oh, so he's like Santa, except, you know, dirty and worse. <laughs> and, um, and while this is going on, there's some other subplots, like, uh, Toby talking to Nellie about, um, his, uh, time on the Scranton Strangler case, because she wasn't around when that happened. So, of course, Toby's like, oh, finally, I have someone else to tell this to. And, uh, it just shows Nellie getting more and more bored and, and, like, tired of him hearing that. <laughs> him just droning on and on about it. it it was which was pretty funny and then there's another subplot where Pete or where Aaron and Pete are um watching uh Die Hard and um and it you know and we also get to see like Aaron and Pete's growing like uh going from like friendship to potential romantic relationship we get to kind of see that like bloom a little bit um especially considering that Andy was um gone in this episode, like he had been gone for a, a few months beforehand, and, um, and Aaron was missing him, and she needed someone to be there for her, comfort her, and consult her, and, um, you know, Pete was there, <laughs> but, uh, but we get to see that, and, and there's some funny lines, uh, where, uh, Pete is quoting, uh, the movie, and, uh, or he's, like, trying to, you know, say, um, like, repeat it word for word, and uh and then they just end up watching the movie in Michael's office or Andy's office and um and of course and Daryl gets drunk because he thinks Jim forgot to brain him on the Philly trip which was pretty funny um and yeah so overall i think this is one of my favorite episodes or i mean this is one, this is definitely a you know one one of my one of the best uh christmas episodes of the of the show uh, because it really takes advantage really well of the, uh, of the themed setting, uh, that they're in or the themed Christmas, uh, party and, um, and just, you know, seeing Jim and Pam, like, even though they're messing with Dwight, like they legit do love the, the party and, you know, you, you can, you get a sense of that towards the end when Jim comes back after having left in the taxi and then realizing, well, I can just, I'll leave at five. You know, you get a real sense of like, kind of almost like a brotherly relationship between Jim and Dwight where like Jim's the older brother trying to please Dwight 
by like coming back to the party and like, Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll stay. I'll, you know, and, and Dwight's just so excited to have him back even to the, to the point where he even like runs in, runs up to Jim and hugs him before he can hug Pam. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, and yeah, and there's just a lot of funny moments in this one too. And, um, I guess, uh, I guess that one's it. Yeah. So, or that's it. So another good episode. Um, a lot of funny moments, a lot of funny lines and character interactions. Even if some of the characters like Andy and Clark weren't there, you know, there were still enough characters to work with, obviously, um, that uh, it worked. Uh, okay, next, uh, the season three, uh, coming up at coming up at number three, we have the season three Christmas special. Uh, let's see, episode, which one is it? Episode 10, A Benihana Christmas. Now, this is the first uh, hour-long Christmas special um, to come from The Office. And uh, basically, um, Michael's girlfriend, Carol, breaks up with him. So, uh, to uh, make him feel better, Andy, Dwight, and Jim go to a local Benihana restaurant to cheer him up. And when they get back, um, you know, the Christmas party's already going on. And... um, Michael and Andy decide to date uh, two of the waitresses at the restaurant and and invite them to the party. Um, and uh, and while this is going on, there's a subplot where uh, Karen uh, and Pam um, are um, Karen being one of the new transfers from the Stanford branch and Andy being the other transfer. Um, but Karen and Pam are setting up uh, their own or having their own Christmas party because of how much of of a you know authoritarian grip Angela has on like on her party and you know what what can what can be done and you know the, the amount of fun that they're allowed to have so you know in response to this Karen and Pam decide to throw their own party and um you know causing a rift between them <laughs> you know like and and causing a majority of the office to go with Karen and Pam's party while just like maybe a couple of people are left at Angela's. Um, but yeah, so this one is probably my favorite, or I mean, well, no, not my favorite, but this one is definitely my third favorite for a reason. There's just a lot. It's the best of the, the two hour long Christmas specials, um, of the hour long ones. (laughs) And, um, and it's just, there are a lot of funny lines and jokes in this and a lot of character interactions. And, um, it's just great. My, one of my favorite lines, uh, especially from Michael in particular, is um, w- after he gets his girlfriend confused with Andy's girlfriend because they're Asian. And the joke is that, oh, well, they all look alike, you know. <laughs> uh, Roy and Kevin laugh at um, Michael for not realizing, you know, which one's his girlfriend. And then we when we cut to his office where he's like, I don't see what the big deal is. Stevie Wonder's married. Are you going to tell me that Stevie Wonder doesn't love his wife because he's not so sure what he what she looks like? And uh, <laughs> the line just goes to show how stupid Michael can be sometimes. But um, but yeah, along with that, there's uh, Dwight Dwight getting separated from the group at the restaurant. Uh, like between there's there's a couple that sits between them, and Dwight keeps like ta- like trying to join in the conversation, but he can't hear and. Jim messes with him on in that on that aspect, uh, and there's some funny scenes with them singing karaoke at the Christmas party, and um, 
It was just a really nice episode. And we get to see more of Dwight and Angela's relationship and how sweet uh, of a couple they are. <laughs> and um, and more of the kind of jealousy of Pam seeing Karen and Jim in a relationship. You know, we get to see her feeling kind of jealous um, in terms of their relationship. Um, and yeah, so it was just, it was a really good episode. And... Um, and Michael ending up going to Jamaica with Jan at the end was uh, <laughs> was really funny. Um, and it seems like something that Jan would do considering how um, how impulsive she can be. Or, or how much, I mean, you know, how, how, yeah, I guess how impulsive she can be. How it, you just for Michael to spring this on her in the last minute, she's just like, yeah, you know what? And and she even says this in the episode right after. She says, you know, I know you're bad for me, but my therapist says I should indulge my self-destructive tendencies and I find myself attracted to you. And, of course, Michael doesn't see this as a bad thing, even though it obviously is because their relationship was not healthy at all. If you've seen the show, it, you'll, you'd will you know that it was not healthy at all. But, but yes, um, so that just all of that makes for a great episode. Uh, okay, last two. Uh, at number two, we have the season eight uh, Christmas special, Christmas Wishes. Now, this one um, is, real. Is I, I love this one. Basically, it um, is about uh, Andy. Basically, they're having another Christmas party, obviously. Andy's dressed as Santa, and uh, <laughs> he uh, invites his girlfriend, Jessica, um, to the party, and... Uh, you know the it, the episode is kind of focused mainly on Aunt Andy and Aunt, and Aaron, um, but we see Aaron become jealous. We we kind of we kind of see her jealousy uh, of Jessica, you know, and the fact that Andy and her are dating because she has feelings for Andy, unbeknownst unbeknownst to Andy, um, she still has feelings for him. Um, and basically, yeah, the episode is just uh, them having another Christmas party and. Um, and Robert California, the CEO of the company or the CFO of the company. No, 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 no. The C, the CEO. Yeah, my bad. Um, he, uh, he drops in, uh, this was the only season he was in, but it was, uh, um, but James Spader is great as always. And, and you know, what? I don't care what anyone says. Robert California was a great character and I kind of, and I kind of wish he was in season nine to be honest, but, but anyway, um, but yeah, he, he drops in, he has a lot of funny lines um, like when he tells Kelly happy Pancha Ganapati, it's, which was an Indian, the Hindu celebration, Hindu holiday in December and Kelly being so detached from her like parents culture and her culture that she doesn't even know what that is. She, she just responds with "Ew, gross. What is that? <laughs> and, um, and some other funny scenes are when, uh, Robert tells Oscar to take over at the bar uh, he says, I don't consider myself a mixologist. And then he goes into all these details about um, what he needs to to make drinks at the bar. <laughs> um, but yeah, that along with the the subplot, the plot of Andy, of Aaron's jealousy between Andy and Jessica, that was an interesting plot. One, and, you know, especially because I do like Andy and Aaron. And I, to me, I feel like they should have been endgame in the show. I feel like they should have ended up together. But, you know, I digress. You know, they <laughs> they should have been, but they weren't, which sucks because I liked the two of them. But, you know. Um, 
but you know that 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 plot was good and then the subplot of uh Andy threatening to give um he's like he tells Dwight and Jim not to mess with each other or prank each other because if they do um they both have big Christmas bonuses coming up but if either of them prank the other he he he's like I'll just give the both bonuses to the other person um leading to some to a funny subplot where Jim and Dwight try to set the other up so they can get the other one's bonus. Like Jim, like Dwight sets up Jim as attacking him with a porcupine and Jim calls his bluff on it by getting Dwight to reveal the name of the porcupine. (laughs) And then Dwight, um, spray paints his car and tags it at Jim is awesome. Um, you know, hoping that, uh, Jim, you know, hoping that Jim will take the fall for it. And he'll get the money, you know, so there's, there's a lot of funny moments, um, in the episode like that. I think my favorite moment though, is when, uh, Dwight, there's like this, uh, the Charlie Brown song, I forgot the name, but it's in the Christmas special, the happiness is here, you know, um, that song that plays in the beginning, it's playing on like this little, uh, iPod, um, and, uh, <laughs> he shuts it off, throws it in the garbage. He's like enough of this crap. And he brings in a boom box. Um, or he's, he walks into the conference room, turns the iPod off, throws it in the trash. He's like, enough of this garbage. He turns on the boombox. He's like, this is real music. And and he starts like, and he plays the Trans-Siberian Orchestra's version of, uh, um, what was it, Carol of the, Carol of the Bells, I think. Or no, it was uh, Christmas Eve, uh, Sarajevo, 1224. I believe that's what it was. Uh, yeah. Um, but it, but yeah, it's, it's Carol, it's Carol of the Bells basically. But yeah, um, that was a funny moment and the montage that follows is hilarious too. Um, and, and there, and there are uh, arguably the most amount of characters in this episode than we've had from any of the other Christmas specials, but I feel like they utilize everyone pretty well for the most part. Um, even though Gabe doesn't really have any lines, but he does have the scene where the, the, uh, Carol of the Bells is playing and him, Nate, Creed, and Dwight are like playing as if they were in the orchestra, like they're just playing these instruments, like like Creed's playing the violin, Dwight's or Nate's playing the piano, <laughs> Dwight, Gabe, and Dwight are on the drums. I think they're on the drums, or Gabe's on the drums, I think, and Dwight's like playing the guitar. It's uh, it's it's hilarious, but yeah. So that was uh probably that's probably my second favorite episode. Um, and. Now we get to my favorite uh, Christmas special from The Office. Uh, at number one, we have the season six Christmas special episode. Let's see. Episode 13, Secret Santa. Now this, yeah, is definitely my favorite of all seven of the Christmas specials because it's, to me, like I can watch this episode um, so many times and just... Uh, like it, it makes me laugh every time. I mean, all the others do too, but this one, I, I can, I can watch this like so many times and never get tired of it. Uh, it's just, it's hilarious. It's like, it's just so well-timed. All the characters are utilized well in the episode. Everyone has their own moment or a little bit of screen time, uh, to shine. And, um, it's just great. But basically the plot of it is, is, um, (laughs) His uh, Phyllis is playing uh, Santa this year at the Christmas party, but Michael thought he was playing Santa, 
Uh, and he gets mad because he's like, wait, we can't have a female Santa. And I, I'm always Santa. What are you talking about? And because uh, the company is like being threatened by uh, or they're like uh, um, about to be bought out by this other comp by some other companies. Uh, Michael's like, look, we this is our last. This might be our last Christmas here. I mean, shouldn't we still just stick to our traditions and have a male Santa? <laughs> you know, like we let's just keep it the way it is. Um, so and then so it's basically just follows. Uh, you know, I mean, Michael trying to be Santa while Phyllis is being Santa, and then when he when that doesn't work and everyone says they want Phyllis to be Santa, Michael just gives up and decides to dress as Jesus. <laughs> in an attempt to just, you know, mess with Phyllis and get her to, it's basically, you know, it's basically just Michael being petty at this point, you know, because <laughs> Michael, Michael can be really petty sometimes, but, um, but yeah, so like I said, everyone has some great moments and, the, uh, and character interactions and, and they all have their time to shine and everyone's utilized so well too. And, and th- there's, these are some of the funniest moments in all of the Christmas specials to me. Um, for example, the one, uh, like the subplot where Andy is trying to, Andy buys, cause he's like attracted to Aaron. This is like where the Andy and Aaron romance kind of takes off or at least starts to, you know, present itself more and more, um, or where it really starts to shine, you know, but, uh, basically Andy buys Aaron the 12 days of Christmas for, uh, for the secret Santa, uh, gift exchange thing and but she but you know she doesn't know it's him and she's be and because like the first seven days are like all birds for the most part she ends up getting attacked by the birds like and she's like terrorized by them and so andy keeps trying to make sure she doesn't find out that uh he sent that that he was her secret santa um to no avail because michael ends up telling her anyway um (laughs) but yeah and then there's the moment um and then there's a the moment where Dwight is trying to build uh, this gift Michael got him, uh, and he he doesn't know what it is. Um, and oh, and also yeah, when when Michael dresses up as Jesus, he's talking to Toby, and it, this, the voice he puts on is so hilarious. But Toby's like, Michael, you can't push religion in the office. You, it's it must be obvious how wrong this is. And then Michael just comes in. and He's like, Ah, the Antichrist. <laughs> Cause he, he just hates Toby like with all his heart, and uh, so obviously like anytime Toby disagrees with Michael on anything, and especially considering that he's dressed like Jesus, he obviously isn't, um, you know, going to th- uh, think of him that highly. He's like, and he's like, and Toby's like, you can't push religion. Michael's like, oh, but I can push drugs in here. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so it's great, and and the episode ends with uh them finding out from the CFO of the company, David Wallace, that, um, the, that they're all going to stay, but the higher ups in corporate are all gone. They they were all fired, but every, everyone else, um, that works, you know, lower level, they're, they're all safe. And, um, and Andy and Andy also ends up gifting Aaron, the 12 drummers, the last part of the 12 days of Christmas, the 12 drummers drumming, um, as, as like the final gift and he get wishes her a Merry Christmas. And that was a sweet moment between the two of them. And, and just seeing Aaron, the smile on Aaron's face, just, it was, it was a sweet, it was, a, it was a cute moment between the two of them. And like I said, it's moments like those when I rewatched the show that makes me, you know, hate the fact that they didn't end up together in the finale, you know, 
Um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and so I, and, and, and seeing Andy, um, dance, uh, and play the cymbals at the same time was pretty funny too. Um, but yeah, so, so that was my ranking. That was the, uh, second episode of tonight. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was me ranking the office Christmas specials. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. And, um, I guess I will see you guys next week for sometime. I don't know if it's not Friday, it'll be sometime between Friday and Sunday, but expect, um, a review of season two of the Mandalorian. Um, and probably, probably with a guest, a special guest, uh, my first guest so far of the show. (laughs) And, um, yeah, uh, stay tuned for that and, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Take care.